Thank you for listening to the podcast for Burlingame United Methodist Church, located in Burlingame, California. Each week, we will share a sermon by Reverend Ann Duncan. Thank you for joining us on our journey through the Bible. Do you get angry when you hear about another school shooting? Do you shake your head in disbelief when someone has an affair? Why do people get addicted to drugs? Do you feel a surge of anger when someone steals money? Do you cringe in disgust when terrorists attack? Do you wonder why someone you love dies? If any of these thoughts have ever occurred to you, then today's scripture is for you. Last Sunday, we read the story of creation from the first two chapters of the Bible. In the beginning, God made all things and called everything good. Then God created humans in the image of God and breathed into us the breath of life. God declared humanity the pinnacle of creation. We are not just good, but very good. Creation was complete. God could live in communion with human beings. God loves us. We love God. So ends the first two pages of the Bible. Today we turn to chapter three of the Bible, and the story continues. We hear about the temptation and fall. Although God loved us, Human beings rejected our divine relationship with God, and we discover the consequences of that rejection. People continually make bad decisions, hurt one another, and refuse to listen to God. Ultimately, because of our failures, death entered the world. Since Adam and Eve's disobedience in the Garden of Eden, sin thrives throughout creation and death hangs over all our heads. We may ignore sin and death. We may act as if sin and death do not affect our everyday life. Yet sin and death pervade our own lives, the people around us, and throughout creation. We cannot understand the rest of the Bible unless we understand this story of temptation and fall. We begin at the end of Genesis chapter 2. And the man and his wife. Adam and Eve were both naked. Adam and Eve were not ashamed of their nakedness. Now, in the southeastern United States, we have two similar words. The words are naked and naked. What is the difference? If you are naked, you are wearing no clothes. If you are naked, you are wearing no clothes and are doing something you should not be doing. Naked is okay. Naked is a scandal. In the garden, Adam and Eve were naked. Adam and Eve were not ashamed of their bodies. God created them in the image of God. They were beautiful inside and out. Artists throughout the ages, therefore, have depicted Adam and Eve in their clothing on the day of creation, naked. Yet all was not well in the garden of Eden. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other wild animal that the Lord God had made. 
The serpent said to the woman, Did God say, You shall not eat from any tree in the garden? Many people believe the serpent was Satan. Some folks describe this story as a struggle between God and Satan, good and evil. But the Old Testament never calls the serpent Satan. The story is ultimately not the struggle between God and Satan, between good and evil, but an even more unsettling truth. The story is primarily about the struggle between people and God. Eve and Adam, while innocent, had been given by God absolute freedom. They had the freedom to make their own decisions. We call this capacity free will. Thus, Adam and Eve had options about how to respond to the craftiness of the serpent. They could make up their own mind. The serpent simply asked a question. Eve and Adam were responsible for what happened next. The woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the middle of the garden, nor shall you touch that tree, or you shall die. God had made just one rule, no fruit from this one tree. Adam and Eve served as trustees of everything God created. Adam had given names to every living creature. Adam and Eve were stewards of their world. Adam and Eve had access to all creation. But God had one rule, no fruit from one tree, the tree of good and evil. Touch that tree and die. But the serpent said to the woman, you shall not die. God knows that when you eat of that fruit, your eyes will be opened. You will be like God knowing good and evil. The serpent tempted Eve. If Eve ate of that fruit, she would know the difference between right and wrong. She could become just like God. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that the fruit was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, the woman took of its fruit. She ate the fruit. She also gave some of the fruit to her husband who was with her, and the man ate the same fruit. Why do we call their act of disobedience, quote, the fall? Adam and Eve fell from disobedience from God. They fell from their disobedience to God. They fell from holiness. They fell from being faithful to God. Instead of being satisfied as God's greatest creation, Adam and Eve wanted to be just like God. Adam and Eve wanted to be in charge, set their own rules, and make their own decisions. Adam and Eve did not want to be trustees of God's creation. They wanted to be the owners of creation. Adam and Eve replaced God's rule with their desire to be supreme. One major Christian theological affirmation is original sin. Original sin. What is original sin? Original sin initially refers to this first time when human beings disobeyed God. Adam and Eve deliberately did what God told them not to do. Original sin is also more than what happened in the Garden of Eden. 
After Eve and Adam's disobedience, every single human being thereafter, including you and me, repeats their wrong decision again and again. Sin began with one bad decision, Eve and Adam eating the fruit. With cascading effect, then every human being was and is affected by sin. Sin is like a computer virus that jumps from computer to computer. This virus of sin has infected us all. The virus of sin has impacted the worst person in this congregation and the best person in this congregation. Sin affects terrorists and saints. The virus of sin affects you and me. Then the eyes of both the man and woman were opened. Adam and Eve knew that they were naked. They sewed fig leaves together and made loincloths for themselves. Although Adam and Eve were in the image of God, they now covered up their divine beauty. Adam and Eve were ashamed of their actions. They moved from being naked to being naked. As soon as Adam and Eve ate of the tree of good and evil, they knew they had failed God. Filled with guilt and shame, they anxiously awaited God's judgment. Adam and Eve knew that God would soon be visiting for their evening conversation. Right on time, God appeared. The man and woman heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze. The man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man. God said to the man, where are you? The man said to the Lord God, I heard the sound of you in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked. I hid myself. And God said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit from the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent tricked me, and I ate. I wonder what would happen if Adam and Eve had simply asked for forgiveness. What if they humbly said to God, Sorry? But they didn't. Adam blamed God for giving Adam a companion. Then Adam blamed Eve. Eve blamed the serpent. The serpent was now nowhere to be seen. People blame others for their own failures. We blame others instead of taking responsibility for our own actions. Is money the source of greed? Is the internet the source of every problem? We blame alcohol when arrested for drunk driving. We blame the other person when we punch them. One message out of this story for us is that when we eat forbidden fruit, we would be well served by not blaming others. Instead, ask for forgiveness. Our lives would be better if when we wrong another person, we would simply say, I'm sorry. Instead of looking for someone or something to blame, we should acknowledge our own responsibility. But Adam and Eve did not accept responsibility. They did not ask for forgiveness. They did not plead for mercy. God's punishment was swift. From that day forth, creation has never been like the Garden of Eden. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have tempted Adam and Eve, cursed are you among all animals and among all wild creatures. Upon your belly you shall go. Dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. 
People will strike your head, O snake, and you will strike their heels. To the woman, God said, I will make your pregnancy painful. In pain, you will bear children. You will desire your husband, but Adam shall rule over you. And to the man, God said, because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree about which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of the earth every day of your life. Thorns and thistles will grow from the ground. You shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread until you return to the earth, for out of the earth you were taken. You are dust, and to dust you shall return. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. As God formed Adam and Eve from the earth, because of sin, we will return to our elemental nature. Because we yearn to be like God, we receive the opposite effect, death. That's the story of the temptation and fall. This is the cause of sin and death. But the story is not over. After cursing the serpent and punishing even Adam, What did God do? And the Lord God made garments of skins for the man and for his wife. God clothed Adam and Eve. Even after their sin, God still cared and protected Adam and Eve. God killed an animal, the first death in the Bible, to provide clothing. An animal was killed to cover up the failure of Adam and Eve. That animal was the first sacrifice to God. Then the Lord God said, See, the man and woman have become like one of us, knowing good and evil. And now the man and woman might reach out their hands and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent the man and woman forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from which they were taken. The Lord God drove out the man and woman. At the east of the Garden of Eden, God placed an angel with a flaming sword to guard the way to the tree of life. Adam and Eve were thrown out of the garden. An angel with a flaming sword guarded the entrance. As John Steinbeck's novel declares, fallen people live their whole lives east of Eden. But did you hear something new in these last verses? There was another tree in the garden. In Eden, there was also a second tree, the tree of life. Adam and Eve had access to and could have eaten the fruit of that tree of life everlasting. Instead, Adam and Eve ate of the tree of good and evil. We will not hear again about the tree of life in the Bible until the last book of the Bible, the revelation of God. In John's revelation, John has a vision of heaven. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and the Lamb. On each side of the river stood the tree of life. And the leaves of the tree of life are for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be any curse of sin and death. John knew the curse of sin and death. Sin and death have been our story since Adam and Eve. But in the new creation, at the end of history, God lifts the curse. But, but we have a long way to go. Lots more to read and understand before we again see that tree of life. 
As I began this sermon, we cannot understand the rest of the Bible until we understand the story of temptation and fall. We cannot understand why God sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross and be raised from the dead unless we understand the story of the first disobedience and its consequences. This is a story of sin and death. Sin is all around us. From senseless shootings to international crises to family tragedies to failures in our own behavior. And death is hanging over us all. But then temptation and fall are not the end of the story. Although we are prone to sin, God offers all of us forgiveness and grace and life. The good news of the gospel is that God delights in coming to and restoring humanity over and over again. God delights in restoring you and me. And we will hear this truth throughout the rest of our journey through the Bible.